World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. 21 after 6, good morning. The U.S. President Joe Biden has now announced a new list of sanctions to be imposed in Russia. And on individuals in Russia, the U.S. says, are involved in the war in Ukraine and were involved in the death of the opposition leader, Alexei Nelvane. The U.S. and the EU and other countries imposed sanctions on Russia two years ago after it first launched its invasion of Ukraine. There's plenty of reports that the Russian economy is not suffering as a result of this. It has also been able to get revenue through oil sales, uh, for example. Gustavo de Cavallo is a senior researcher at the South African Institute of International Affairs. Gustavo, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. When Biden says these are crushing sanctions, are they really going to have an impact on Russia? Look, I, I think at this particular stage, the sanctions are more symbolic than they are in terms of uh, providing a direct impact, a further impact in the Russian economy. Russia is already the most sanctioned country in the world. As you mentioned, we've seen the, the current system of con- sanctions that have been presented to Russia have not had the expected impact, particularly because uh, the West is in a catch-22 situation. On the one hand, they want to cripple the Russian economy so it contains their efforts of wars, but they also know they, they cannot stop entirely uh, the trade of oil and gas that would create a global impact in terms of inflation and, and, and direct impact on the economy of Western countries and the rest of the global economy as well. But I think to, to a certain extent, it is uh, was an expected process, perhaps a bit more symbolic than it is in terms of the, the particular impact. And, 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 and interesting for me to see what will be the impact in terms of the sanctions of the Russian system of payment, MER, that to a certain degree, it is a, a very important aspect that the Russians have been trying to circumvent in the last two years in terms of being able to pay and receive to its own international trade. Uh, Is this in a way Biden appearing to, you know, he sort of has to appear to do something. He can't allow uh, Nelvanay to pass away and have nothing, do nothing. Uh, He can't get the Republicans to pass what he needs them to pass in in Congress and the Senate. So now he's going to do this. He has to be seen to do this. Precisely. Uh, uh, Biden is in a particularly difficult situation at the moment. Uh, Ukraine hasn't been seeing much gains on the ground for the last year and a half. Uh, we've seen very divided U.S. Congress at the moment in terms of its own ability of providing financial and direct support to the Ukrainians. Uh, but also all of the eyes now are looking towards the elections, towards the the end of the year, and the possibility of Donald Trump winning. Uh, And and many of us expect that if Donald Trump wins, there may be quite a different strategy that the Americans will be uh, engaging with in terms of containing Russia. So so the symbolism of the sanctions are still important. I don't think we should completely discard uh, the measures that were taken, and there will have some uh, increased complications and difficulties for Russia to engage internationally, but it certainly won't be a game changer in terms of changing the tides and changing the terrain towards uh, 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 Ukrainian victory. Is there going to be any reaction from Russia to this? I mean, are they just going to say whatever to the United States? Well, to, to a certain extent, uh, when you already have been subject for over 4,000 sanctions to date, being by far the most sanctioned country in the world, uh, the new 500 uh, 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 sanctions that have been imposed won't make really a major difference. And I, I don't see really how the Russians would really have a stronger reaction than what they have so far.
It looks, to, I mean, if you look at the sort of grinding attrition in Ukraine, the Western alliance against Russia appears to be faltering sort of in a way, obviously because partly based on what's happening in the U.S. Um, and if we see this as a contest, not so much between Ukraine and Russia, but between the West and Russia, is Russia winning? Well, it's a, it's, it's a difficult question, but I think what we do see at this stage is that uh, that idea that that unity of views and positions that conflicts often pr- bring in terms of what they're looking to do has been cracking for, for, for the last year in, in, in particular. Uh, the Russians have not lost a lot of terrain in Ukraine in the last year and a half. Effectively, they just got a very important strategic site in Advika uh, in the last couple of weeks. So it will be important for us to reassess this uh, uh, towards the middle of the year when summer comes and we expect the, the, the conflicts will intensify because of the changes in the weather and in the terrain. But, but at, at, at the moment, what we're seeing is really a process of stagnation and attrition, which seems to be much more uh, 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 important for Russia in terms of pushing for negotiations and ending the conflict. It's an interesting factor that the Russians are particularly interested in engaging in negotiations at the moment as they expect that at this particular stage they would still be able to gain some some territory as part of that. Gustavo de Cavallo, thanks very much indeed. Senior researcher at the South African Institute of International Affairs. Really appreciate the time.